Welcome to the Rootbound Podcast, an honest plant cocktail hour. We're your hosts. I'm Emma. I'm Samara. And I'm Yelena. We're amateur plant enthusiasts, and we're here to chat about all things plants, life, and what to do when feeling rootbound. The dictionary defines rootbound as a plant having outgrown its pot so that the roots are cramped and tangled, stopping it from growing well. Sometimes we can get a little too comfortable in our nursery pots, and our lives become rootbound without even realizing it. As young women in Los Angeles, we're always looking for ways to branch out, up pot, and improve ourselves. So grab your favorite cocktail and let's get into it. All right, let's do a little cheers. Yeah, let's kick oh, it off. Let's kick it off with the cheers. If you're catching oh. the plant POV, you're watching us cheers right now. There it was. <laughs> cheers with us. Try not to spill on your laptop. Yeah, there you go. All right, so we are recording episode two. Here we are. Here we are. Here we, we made are. It. We, we made, made it. it past the first episode, ladies. <laughs> Which was very rocky, to be honest. It was a hard road to get there. It was. And we didn't realize it would be as difficult <laughs> as we thought. Let's talk about some of those challenges of <laughs> making a podcast. <laughs> You're so candid. <laughs> Let's uh, just say there were many angers. Yeah. As I feel like as people who have listened to podcasts before, we were just like, yeah, you just put it on Spotify, and then you just make mm-hmm. a website, and then you just make an Instagram, and you just make a Patreon, and then the list kept getting longer and longer, and you take photos, and you record stuff, and you have stuff to record, and we're like, wow, this is actually a lot of work. <laughs> it's basically become a second part-time job that we yep. don't get paid for. No, we don't. Unless we subscribe <laughs> to our Patreon. <laughs> but in reality, I mean, it's been all fun and games. Right. It's it been really, fun. It's, and it's, it's been not fun. been, like, horrible or anything. No. Just more than maybe we thought it was. Yeah. 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 More than what we thought. The challenges that arose were just mind-boggling. Let, let's talk about the technical challenges here. Um, sure. When it comes to... Seeing something on your computer versus mobile. <laughs> but, I mean, I've, you know, edited websites, personal websites before. Yeah. But never have I ever experienced, like, different sites like like, like SoundCloud or apps mm-hmm. to be so frustrating and look so, so different. Mm-hmm. The mobile banner and profile picture. Banner. Never... <laughs> Yeah. Banner photos. Let's talk about banner photos Why? for just a quick moment. Okay, yeah. this is a message to people who create the formatting for apps versus the desktop version, the mm-hmm. engineers and programmers. Mm-hmm. Why are they so different, and why isn't it clearer when you upload a photo that it will be different when it's on mobile? Like, yeah. Why doesn't it say, like, the pixels and how it crops the photo, and, like, what alignment is different rather than on the desktop? Because... You, it's just trial and error every time. Maybe that's implied or something that like you're gonna upload a photo, you're gonna test it out, and you're gonna be like, oh, this doesn't work. Shift it to the left a little, like continuously whatever. refresh your phone yeah. while refreshing your computer <laughs> to make sure it looks yeah. alright. But no, that's a good point. There should be like a view at, on mobile when you're editing on mm-hmm. your computer. Like right. this is what it looks like on mobile. This is what it looks like on your computer. Because mm-hmm. like, for example. Patreon. That was the best one by far. <laughs> we had a good chuckle this morning or this afternoon. <laughs> this well, five minutes ago. Literally, <laughs> as soon as recording it, which is clearly evening, <laughs> if you're watching. Yeah. What exactly happened, Ilana? 
Oh, let me show you. Okay. So on mobile, it just oh my gosh, the profile picture completely covers Emma in her banner. Our banner photo is the three of us. Our heads are close together. Yeah, it's cute. Formatted great. If it was just a banner, but of course you have to put our profile picture smack dab. Smack dab. Yeah, right there. Smack daddy in the middle. <laughs> you can see Yelena and I cheersing to a circle of the three of us. Yeah. Basically. And my face yep. is non-existent. It's mm-hmm. just a little face. Like, why do you just you get the that? cleavage? Yeah. You just <laughs> no, get, like, a nice circle <laughs> with the three of us. And, like, a, a and then underneath is a taste, tasteful <laughs> black dress. Beautiful dress. Velvet, I mean, thank let's you. talk about the dress. Shout out Come to on, Zara. Right? I mean, it's velvet. I mean, yeah. <laughs> thank you. And then Yelena and I cheersing to the to the So that yeah. challenges arose, um, frustrations, mm-hmm. lots of fun things. But then let's talk about hearing ourselves. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. The cringe. It's so much cringe. What did we learn, ladies and gentlemen? Ladies. ladies. That I do not want to ever listen back to any of the episodes. Yeah. That might be a good, I don't know, le- lesson? Thing? I don't... But is that smart? Like, should we um, never... No, I think it's good to listen back to them. We should but... probably listen to them once just for, like, production purposes, but then past that point, it's so easy to kind of obsess over, oh, did I say that thing weirdly? Oh, is that mm-hmm. going to offend anyone? Oh, did I incorrectly say the recipe of that cocktail? Like, for me, I'm so nervous that someone is going to, like, listen to the podcast and be like, well, she doesn't even know how to make cocktails. Like, I tra- I. I, I'm a bartender like I try and also the fun part about making cocktails is that you can add whatever you want and make it your own you know I if I get sources from somewhere I promise I'll cite my sources like we learn in school as best as I can but mm-hmm. that's like the cringiest part is like listening back to yourself not only like oh I'm such an idiot why am I talking like that but also I'm so scared of saying anything incorrect uh, so listening back, I'm like, oh no, this is gonna be a mess. <laughs> as often as you can, don't listen back. <laughs> Again, this is unscripted, unfiltered, we're just, we have some prompts, sure, but right. from, we're just speaking from the heart, so I yes, think. that's a word vomit. <laughs> I think yeah. it's fine if we make a couple mistakes here and there. Yeah. We're still learning. Don't come for us. <laughs> Don't come for us. I mean, if you have a constructive, honest note, you can write us. Please. Uh, yeah. You can totally write us. You can DM us on Instagram. You can send us an email via our email, theroutboundpodcast at gmail.com. Like, we want to learn more about plants, and I love learning about cocktails and mixology, and also just like stuff about being a human being. And, you know, if you're going to write something nasty, just don't. You know, <laughs> that's where I'm at. It's We're a fun time. We're all pantyhose together. We're all plants <laughs> come together. Shout out to at plantyhose on Instagram. <laughs> Best <laughs> Okay, we will put that in the show notes because yeah. if you're not following them, you should because it's really good entertaining no. plant memes. Actually, I don't think I'm following them because you, you I just send you everything <laughs> they post I send you so you don't even have to follow them. No, seriously. <laughs> but I think the biggest thing that we did learn after listening back to episode one 
which wasn't even technically the first episode we did. It was just like the first one we felt comfortable what? enough to actually oh, post. I forgot about the real first one. It wasn't good, so we just didn't record it, and then we recorded a new one. Maybe one day but on Patreon. One we'll day on Patreon, it. yeah. But basically, I think the one thing that we did learn was that uh, with the three of us being here, it's really easy to, like in real life, cut each other off, talk over each other, halfway listen through a thought, and then go to another thought and get a little off track. So I think we'll try to uh, take turns like we learned in school. <laughs> take turns. Share the mic. Yeah. Share the mic, not, you know, be vocal listeners, mm-hmm. if that's... <laughs> You know when someone's speaking and you just feel like you have to like uh-huh. make yeah. them uh-huh. For make sure. sounds yeah. totally so people know you. yeah. that you're listening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, I didn't realize how annoying that was. I didn't either. It, and do people? I feel like people lose their train of thought when someone is verbally at attacking you with uh-huh and yas. Like, yes. when you were just doing that, I was like, good lord. Well, like, what are you... Cool I, it, cool it. Do you want to speak? Who's talking? Yeah. So, lesson mm. learned. Lesson learned just for sure. Nod more. Yes. Say yes less. You will see us aggressively nodding if you're subscribed to the Plant POV on Patreon. <laughs> Um, so just, uh, I guess we'll get into a couple of housekeeping things. Um, yes, thank you so much for listening. If you listened to episode one, the hope is that we'll just get better from here on out. Um, if you are a plant fan, plant enthusiast, and you want to hear more, subscribe, give us a five-star review, and, um, write us if you want to be on the show, first of all. Second of all, if you have any notes, anything like that, write us, get it going. Uh, any other housekeeping notes you guys have? Do we discuss where people can find us? As far as listening to podcasts? Like where... Yeah, where are we, Samara? Oh, well, you can leave a (laughs) five-star review on iTunes. Mm -hmm. And you can also follow us in... Can you rate on Spotify? You probably can. I think you can. Comment or something. Leave a review, maybe. But anyway, we're on Spotify as well. And that's pretty much it. I hope we will branch out find more places mm-hmm. but yeah right now we've been approved by the, the those two so. by the biggest by the big boys yeah, yeah. what well, about, what about patreon yolanda was there any like anything about patreon oh yeah patreon we got two tiers there oh cool let me get to them because i don't remember how they are for tears <laughs> we got for five dollars you get lots of behind the scenes content got silly videos and pictures and us doing plant things <laughs> and non-plant things. <laughs> and then the second tier, oh yeah, the first tier is called the seed tier. Because it's the first one. Then it's the root tier. When the seed takes root. So cute. And that's so cute. the, <laughs> you get the behind the scenes and plant POV on that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And it's like a monthly. Yeah, it's a monthly subscription thing. But you can cancel at any time. If you, if you hate us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you just want to watch as much as you can and then yeah you can literally subscribe see what you want and then be like peace out true i saw everything i needed to see <laughs> but if you yeah, do no more if you no. do subscribe to our patreon we're really thankful for that because it helps All us keep this going yeah go towards 
Plants. Plants. <laughs> Plants. Plants. Clearly. <laughs> More episodes. <laughs> yeah. So should we get into the episode? Without further ado, Let's I guess it. so. Yeah. Let's get into this episode. So this episode is called Mimosa Pudica and the Girl Who Doesn't Speak Latin. Um, so we're talking about exotic plants. Um, during this episode because the Mimosa Pudica also has other names. That's just the Latin, which we obviously don't speak. So if we're trying to, you know, (laughs) I just made the connection. Sorry. So, you know, I, I think it's fun to learn the Latin for every plant, but I know there's a lot of different names for different plants. Um, so like, I feel like on this podcast, we'll kind of try to say the Latin, but we'll also try to say the other common name Mm -hmm. for them Mm -hmm. so the mimosa pudica or however you say it is also called the sensitive plant or the shame plant which we've just recently learned and actually yelena has the sensitive plant or shame plant or mimosa pudica which we'll get into soon Mm -hmm. but so this this episode is called the mimosa pudica and the girl who doesn't speak latin because we don't speak latin but we speak plants or we want to (laughs) and uh what a better cocktail for this episode to be connected with called the mimosa pudica than the mimosa so mm. yeah that's our, our cocktail yeah. the classic and um to me the mimosa is just it, it's one of the more simple cocktails you can make it at home you need some bubbly you need some juice probably more of a citrusy acidic juices make it more mimosa-y because typically it's orange juice and champagne or something but like it's not rocket science put some juice and some champagne together and live your life it's light (laughs) it's airy throw it together have brunch any time of day kind of drink (laughs) it is it's evening morning breakfast lunch dinner yeah you name it there you go yeah it's definitely one of those cocktails that you see at a lot of events too like you go to brunch and Mm. you have cocktails you Mm. go to a bachelor party you have cocktails whatever um yeah or you have mimosas i definitely don't think there are any bad memories associated with mimosas no like have you ever had a plant uh, a plant (laughs) yes i have had a plant (laughs) i was gonna say plant Someone please write oh us and gosh. define what a plant like, hangover is. You go on a massive shopping spree and for plants, just, and the next morning you're like, oh, oh you're you overwhelmed well by how much like, you have to take care of it. You're just your like googling wallet. <laughs> you know, I feel like I have had plant hangovers <laughs> because, like, we'll go out, we'll go to Mickey's, we'll go here, or there, we'll get plants, we'll get like nursery pots, and then we come home and we're like, oh, we're gonna like propagate, transfer to different nursery pots. Yeah, and I'm just like. This is too, why? This is too much. What's why happening? Why, do do this? This? why did yeah. I just spend my entire day on my plants? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> and that's definitely happened. You just invented something. I did. Plant, Plant hangover. Plant hangover. LOL. Trailing back. <laughs> Clearly, we have not had any bad memories associated with mimosas. No. no. <laughs> Only good ones. My, f- like, okay, 
If you wouldn't mind, I'd like to tell you something cool. Tell us a story. Okay, I just want to say it <laughs> as, as per permission. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there, there's this place called La Provence, um, and it's in Oregon, and it's a it's a like a, a French inspired cafe restaurant type of place, and it was a very popular place for people to go to when I was in college, and every time I go back to Oregon, I try to go there. They have macaroons there. They have all kinds of French inspired pastries. They have mm. French inspired food. It's just like so great. There's like wood everywhere, like that classic French like litter. Uh, what it, handwriting type of stuff. It's great. There's like a fleur de lis. It's beautiful. So I have a lot of fun memories of like going there with friends and getting mimosas and they have really creative mimosas at that restaurant. So when I think of mimosas, I think of La Provence. Creative, how so? Creative as in like the juice or something that they put with the champagne is very like unique. I don't, I, to me, it feels kind of unique and, and different than orange juice and champagne. Mm, okay. So, yeah. They should have flights of mimosas. Ooh, like a, like I a bet beer they do. I bet they do. Mm, like that would be really try fun. Different ones. It could be like a rainbow array of colors. Oh, yeah. Yes. There should be a blue raspberry one. Oh, that's fun. I'm we could, just, we could like, do that. Yeah. If, if you're that. thinking about all the different colors of the <clears throat> rainbow, like what? A yes. rainbow one. mimosa flight? That's cool. Should we invent that? Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it and put it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. But mimosas. But mimosas. Well, and tonight, I mean, Yolanda and I are enjoying a classic orange juice Can't champagne mimosa. Mm-hmm. But Emma, you're, you're, you're being a little... I'm being a little adventurous. Adventurous. Yes. So I have a grapefruit mm-hmm. and bubbly mimosa. Yeah. So it's a little less sweet... Because grapefruit is a little more, like, citrusy, I guess. But it's a fun little flair. So I feel like we have a ton of things that have happened with our plants since we last talked, y'all. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, let's talk about it. What What are our plant updates? Plant updates. Um, I've propagated quite a few plants. Right. I propagated my Hoya, which you... Well, I technically was like, you can have it, Emma. Yeah. But now it just adorns our windowsill. Right. <laughs> so it's like a house, Hoya. Which, like, how would you describe propagating for someone who doesn't know what propagating is? Oh, yeah. Have we not talked about how we, we bought it? I don't but think anyway. so, yeah. Um, I mean, propagating typically only works for certain plants, especially cutting-type propagating. I guess, like, propagating can be dividing and etc. But, um... For the Hoya, what I did was I cut a section of the plant that was growing kind of like a vine, and there was a node on it, and I stuck the node in water. A node kind of just looks like a bump where, I don't know, you can kind of see like bumps on the vines and stuff. It's hard to explain a node. How do you explain a node? It's like an area where multiple parts of the plant are branching out like where the plants like kind of like where the yeah. leaves a come segment in, right? it, yeah. yeah it looks like a segment yeah so uh yeah i took it in water waited a couple weeks until it started to grow roots and then once it started to grow like one inch roots um then i stuck it in soil mm-hmm. and then now it's in soil 
And typically when you want to create like a new plant from cuttings, you kind of want multiple cuttings. Yeah. I only have two in this new plant and I actually hope to add more, but it's not really growing season. So I didn't want to cut more from my Hoya because I'm afraid that it will stop growing. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll just cut off all the length from my plant and I don't really want that. (laughs) Right. So... Lots of propagating. Also, last episode we talked about our pileas. Ooh. And <laughs> my pilea died. Yeah. We had an insane heat wave just recently, like last week or a week ago, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And I put mine outside hoping that I would see the same results that Emma had because her pilea just like flipping grew like crazy she went crazy we had the same like babies Mm -hmm. of yelena's like mother plant yeah the mother load and mine was indoors definitely growing a lot slower than emma's that was outdoors so i even like tried up potting it having it outside etc but i just think that the like quick change from indoors to outdoors and then the intense heat of like those 106 days just 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 destroyed it yeah sad i know so yelena if you have any more children i would like to adopt one of them oh there'll be more children (laughs) maybe next i want maybe in the spring next year i know growing season that's why we're all in our fall gear i'm just kidding i'm in my fall gear you're You're not (laughs) real clothes no i'm just kidding like i i don't know i haven't done much research about the whole like growing season thing and i've only heard from plantarina that like the growing season is different based on places that you live i think so like we live in southern california so Mm -hmm. we get more sun like out of the year than some other places and we get like drier sun because it's not as i don't know like humid so i don't really know much about growing season and if someone Mm -hmm. like lives in california and knows how the growing season works that would be really cool to know like do we need to prepare our plants for winter because like if you live in new york like (laughs) if you live (laughs) in oregon you live somewhere where or like the midwest where it like rains a lot like they there's like a whole process of like cleaning your plants off like mm-hmm. spraying them for bugs, bringing them inside your house, making sure that your house is maintained like humidity wise and heat wise. And then at the end of the winter, they bring them back outside. So it's like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't really feel like that's necessary here besides the like weird monsoon temper tantrum rainstorms that LA gets. Yeah. But I don't really know much about it. So if someone does, that'd be cool if they told us. <laughs> <laughs> My question is do some plants slow down on their growth earlier than others because oh. one of my pothos that was growing like a mad woman uh just stopped completely like mm-hmm. it's for weeks now it's had you know those new little leaves when they're like popping out and you're mm-hmm. just like waiting for that like little tip to pop out and it yeah. like open up it's been stuck there for weeks now but then mm-hmm. my polka dot begonia is just mm-hmm. you saw it. it's going mm-hmm. Crazy and it's yeah. still it's popping out new leaves. Like, Remember when you thought it was gonna die? Yes, and I then was it so didn't. scared. And it's now it's like it is living its best life. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. That's so I'm wondering question. if some plants get ready for winter early. 
Maybe because they like the colder weather. But we haven't had, like, colder weather. No. Like, cold in California is, like, 60s. It's been hot. It's still, like, in the 80s. No, it's in the 90s. 90s, yeah. So, I don't know. I guess maybe it's just, like, the sun, like... I mean, the change of the, the change sun. of the direction Maybe. of the sun or yeah. whatever, you know, but yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Hmm. I'm really curious. We shall research. Yeah. We Maybe we can we talk should. about it next episode. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll try and do some research. <laughs> when it's closer to find. winter-ish time. Yeah. Exactly. Getting into fall. Yeah. And we're in fall. Fall. Getting into deeper fall. <laughs> like actual weather related <laughs> fall. Yeah. It feel like fall. Rather yeah. than like October. I don't know. Yeah, I did. I'm really excited because I got one of my dream plants since we last recorded. Oh, what? Dream? The bird of paradise. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, does that segue into exotic plants? Because is birds of paradise an exotic? I don't know. It's definitely tropical. It's yeah, it's it's more of a tropical plant. It had been on my list for a long time as far as like plants that I was in love with that I really liked and that I thought would do well in California, like in our atmosphere, I don't know, like in our, our atmosphere, in our <laughs> weather conditions. And I started outside. And also the other thing is that the birds of paradise that I've seen are either like by apartment complexes or down the road, you know, like on the side of the road or whatever as part of landscapes for California buildings. So I thought like, okay, obviously they're gonna do well outside. But they were so expensive. Like, nice ones were, like, 60 80 100-something dollars. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. That seems crazy. So When you could just literally go to an apartment building and, and like, cut it. Just like, cut one off. No one would know. No one would know. you were going to, like, dig it up and take it off. <laughs> or, I mean, it, it probably it would live better if you dig it up. <laughs> There's Probably. so many of them, no one would even know. No notice. more <laughs> grave diggers, only plant only diggers. Only plant diggers and <laughs> yikes. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was like, I'm not about to spend 80 bucks. Like, more than $40 on a plant to me is like crazy, but like, people do it, whatever. Hey, but, no. <laughs> not judging. Uh, but yeah, so like, <laughs> I when we were at that, we were at a nursery mm-hmm. in north hollywood i think yep and vineland nursery vineland nursery yeah and i was like hey you guys have like some mid-sized birds of paradise like how much and the guy we were we went there to get nursery pots like bigger sized nursery pots which note you can like hardly ever get nursery pots at like lowe's home depot your typical home improvement garden center stores yeah you can find nursery pots at nurseries. Nurseries, yeah. <laughs> and you can probably, depending on the nursery, get them for free, which is what we did. Mm. Because since I bought the Bird of Paradise, the guy threw in all these nursery pots for free. And the Bird of Paradise was like less than 20 bucks. That and being it's said, big. <laughs> the nursery pots were pretty big. Like if you're looking yeah. more for medium to large size pots, otherwise. Amazon. Yeah, you let <laughs> you get. Your small babies. Yeah, like packs of 100 for like $15. Yeah. Like so cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really excited about the Bird of Paradise. And since I've had it, I probably, it's probably only been here like two weeks. It's already popped out a new leaf. Like a big boy. Like a two foot long leaf. Hold on. The timeline is so wrong. It's been like over a month. Oh, really? (laughs) Maybe two months. Yeah, wait. Not two months. No, it's been like a month and a half. It's been over a month. Maybe four weeks. Maybe a month. I don't Time flies, wow. man. Shish kebab. But yeah, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay, so a month. We'll say a month. 
it's ha- it's popped out a new leaf, which I'm really excited about. So it's beautiful. Yeah, and I'm glad you have it. Thank mm-hmm. you. It's really changed our patio. It has. When we're recording outside again, we should feature that. Okay. Back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're inside today because it's cozy and warm. Yeah. And <laughs> we wanted to feature. If you're watching uh, the plant POV, you can see Emma's palm tree plant. Holy majesty palm. It's a yes. majesty palm. It's not a palm tree. Which has had one big leaf pop out since I've had it. And I've probably had it for like, I don't know, four months or something. And then it has another little baby growing as well. So yeah. I love that. Clearly palm the tree. lord over the living room. Yeah. <laughs> palm. She does her best. Is it a she? I thought it was a he. Or is it he? I don't say know. non-binary. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, I'm I'm very happy about the the bird of paradise. And then I had a plant come back to life. <gasps> yeah, you're hanging, but what even is that again? I don't know. I want to ask Jenny it. again. Something fig. It's a type of fig. That's right. It's like a trailing fig or wire fig. Something like that. Yeah. It's a little I got it at Mickey's and it's like it has little green leaves and they're like connected to a stem that's rather thin and it's often a hanging plant if that makes sense like it trails down but it died like I was so it was crispy and it brown. was crispy <laughs> it was like gone like I felt so bad a plant mom fail like it was so yeah. bad I was like I'm the worst but then I kept watering it because I refused to give up <laughs> I told I you to give up so yeah. many times well, there were like clovers like growing, growing out of it. it and we're like oh it's back alive and Yolanda was like those no, are clovers like, <laughs> those are it's weeds gone. growing just let it go <laughs> please throw it away <laughs> uh, and I refused and then she came back to life so and some impressed. little little sprigs little just shot boys. up yeah from who knows it was a kumbaya hallelujah situation <laughs> so in the show notes for this week's episode I will take a photo of it yeah and the lord works mysteriously. mysterious way. <laughs> there, there, is. there is hope <laughs> there is hope there is life there is yeah so it was pretty incredible. I, I, I have a, a newfound belief in the uh, fig wire plant or something. It's or, the ultimate or, underdog. You know, is a plant ever really dead if the roots are still alive? Okay. What? Deep. That was so deep. <laughs> that was so deep that it reached for the water through the nursery pot. <laughs> I, I need another drink. I'm empty. Oh, no. <laughs> But yeah, like, that's actually so interesting. I don't know. I love that. Like, is a plant... The, the, I don't like know. Like, is, is, is anything really a lost cause? Like, is anything worth... Like, I feel like everything is worth, like, investigating, trying to, like, help and fix... Like, nothing is just, like, should be put to the wayside. Right. If that makes sense. Like, don't give up. I'm yeah. the biggest advocate for the un- underdog. Yeah, like, don't, don't give up. Like, what? Like, like, what? <laughs> Wait, like, my maiden hair fern. That's just... Oh. Yeah. It's looking real sad. I'm doing my best, but... How do you take care of a maiden hair fern? Like, I'm tell so me. confused. I don't... Yeah. Obviously don't know. It's I bought it at, like, what, Lowe's? There's this big, bushy, beautiful yeah. fern. Now it's down to, like, five little... Things little spurts, springs, leaves. So yeah, don't give up on it. And they're drying (laughs) out. And I, I don't know. I mean, ferns are they annuals? 
I don't think so. No, those those are they just usually like a lot of water. I think. Yeah, I've been hmm. doing my best. I don't know. I think just the one time I like forgot to water for a few days. It it likes water like crazy. I dried it out and killed it, and now it's like barely hanging in there. Hmm. Well, enough about ferns. <laughs> I feel like we didn't talk about the featured plant much. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Wait, wait you have that plant. So yeah, we just said it. that you had it. Yeah, yeah for people who don't know, it's, I think, mostly known as a sensitive plant. And mm-hmm. when you run your finger over the leaves or, like, touch it or even move it, it just closes up, like, instantly, like, just closes its leaves. And it's, it's so cute because you can just, like, run your finger over it and it'll, like... Close up. Oh, I think it's also called like a shy. The shy plant. Or maybe I called it my shy guy. The shy guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, in our notes, it also says the shame plant. Shame oh, okay. Is yeah. it? Okay. I saw we, it online. We should have some uh, behind the scenes of yeah, what you're trying I'll, it out. I'll a video of it. Yeah. yeah. It's so cute because it's like an interactive plant. Yeah. You can actually like play with it. <laughs> But that thing has been difficult too. I almost killed it at first, also, because oh. it loves water. Like, you always get the like loves water. Uh, really loves needs a lot of care. High maintenance, yeah. man. <laughs> but that's like I. You have other exotic plants too, right? I guess the carnivorous plants are kind of exotic. Considered, right? Yeah. I guess well, so. and it's the spotty. Yeah, one. that one's also exotic. Tropical. The begonia. I have troubles. Between like differentiating exotic versus tropical, yeah, I don't actually versus know. carnivorous. Wait, well, carnivorous tro- is carnivorous. They eat bugs, yeah, but which tropical is also and exotic. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what carnivorous would be. I guess. I mean, you think like tropical would be exotic because a lot of tropical places aren't in the U.S. Like we mm-hmm. have kind of a tropical climate. In parts of California, I mean, it's really mostly dry, but I feel like we forced, like, a tropical climate, mm-hmm. and, like, we brought a lot of plants and trees from other parts of the world here, and like, they kind of just, like, yeah. grown, but... Interesting. I, I remember reading or, like, seeing on a documentary or something once that the palm trees in L.A. and Southern California aren't even native to this area. No, yeah. Like, they were so, brought yeah. in. I heard that, too. So, like, a lot of these tropical plants that now seem abundant in LA. Yeah. They probably are actually exotic to this land because they're not native. So Yeah. Yeah, what 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 is the I, that's why I was like, oh palm, like palm that tree. must be exotic. Yeah. Bird of paradise. Mm-hmm. Probably exotic. Mm-hmm. These aren't things you see in the Midwest in Minnesota no. where like I don't know, you don't see them in Portland. No, you wouldn't just see like a palm tree popping out of nowhere. Because yeah. there's too much rain. There's way too much rain. So is every plant exotic? Like the <laughs> cactus here? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a desert, right? So Yeah, that's like, true. Cactus, like plants succulents. that thrive in dry Okay, well, Google. Yeah, what is, I plant. just Googled what is an exotic plant. And Google said an exotic plant is a plant that has been introduced to an area from outside its native range, either purposefully or accidentally. Okay. A, a naturalized exotic plant is one that ha- that can sustain itself outside of mm. cultivation, outside of its native range. It is still exotic. It has not become native. Oh, so you can't, like, become native. That's interesting. Like, you can't just, like, plant it in the ground and then expect it to just... Like, boom, thrive. it's native. Grow. Yeah. We you. Yeah, like, no. It's not you right. have to be taking care of it. It just won't mm-hmm. grow naturally in right. nature. That makes sense. 
Yes. So we could almost argue like all of her plants are native, except for maybe succulents. Because, or exotic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all of our plants are exotic. Do I say native? Yeah. Or not native. Are not native, are not native exotic, and yeah. exotic, but that's true. That's a good point. But exotic then brings us to traveling and where right. are these plants from? And... Like, whatever. Yeah, I know. I think it's cool. <laughs> no, seriously, like, having these exotic plants plants I wonder like that's an interesting proposal I guess is like is every single plant besides like cactus considered exotic in a way in in California in, California. in uh, like Southern California or like yeah. Arizona or whatever this area yeah. for sure I think so yeah I mean Minnesota like everything's exotic except for an oak tree right <laughs> seriously <laughs> so Douglas fir D- Douglas hey, fir see Oregon <laughs> Douglas fir Merry <Amazing>. Christmas <laughs> <laughs> or like yeah. the redwoods you know like those big forest yeah, redwoods trees native to the Pacific Northwest right and, yeah. yeah so the rare tumbleweed <laughs> yeah so anyways Speaking of exotic things, let's talk about let's talk about traveling. Let's talk about traveling. That was our main kind of top end topic culmination right. of the root bound discussion. Right today, yes, because before in our first episode we kind of talked about newness and starting new things, and mm-hmm. I think we really got down to some fun stuff there at the end of the episode. And that was, like, meaty, and so I want to talk more about that type of stuff. <laughs> well, so meaty. especially uh, for someone like yourself who has traveled oh. actually outside of the country. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> During quarantine, it's been a very sad time to actually think about traveling. Yeah. I was hoping this year would finally be the year, personally, I would travel outside of the country. I have my passport. I've had it for a couple years. Yeah. I've just always thought that traveling was too expensive hmm. and and has always scared me like I, I definitely want to like be super prepared plan everything out to a T <laughs> go with people that I trust so I don't right. like get lost or in trouble or something right um and of course and, and this year felt like the year where I actually like had an idea of what I wanted to do and someone to travel with like I have a boyfriend, like, maybe I could go travel with my boyfriend, (laughs) or great friends who are also travel-minded and have places to go. Yeah. So, it was like, this year is the year, and then it's not, because of thanks COVID. COVID. So, like, for me, I don't have a lot of traveling experience, but there are places I want to go. But you have a lot of traveling experience. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what are your top three places? Yes, oh my gosh. Top, top three. Or number one. Well, no. If I, you could get on a plane right now, where would you go? I it's a struggle. <laughs> it really depends. Like, for as I have always been obsessed with Paris, and I don't know why exactly. Because like I do like more nature esque, picturesque places, like hills and mountains and whatever. But like as a kid, I was always obsessed with Paris. I think for the design element. Mm. Because it's, like, the place where I feel like design was sort of invented mm. in a way, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, as, like, young art kid, I was like, mm, I'm going to go visit Paris. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I designed my bedroom, like, an Eiffel Tower, black and white Baroque theme. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, I, I think just to satisfy my 12-year-old self, mm-hmm. 
I would probably go to Paris first. Yeah. And then eventually probably realize that it's not even my favorite place. <laughs> but, I mean, you have to. You have to. And and then I think from there, like, New Zealand, it's a top one. Mm-hmm. Number and, one for me. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I mean, anywhere in Europe just sounds pretty dope. Japan. I want to go to Japan. Mm, I want to go to Tokyo. Yeah. I also really want to go to uh, uh, South Korea. (laughs) I want to go to South Korea. Korea. Yeah. (laughs) Korea, Seoul, because I'm a weeaboo, so. Yeah. I I love, you know, (laughs) K-dramas. I love the K-pop. But you've been to a lot of places in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. How many states have you been to? Oh, I don't, I don't know off the top of my head, sure. but I've definitely been from East Coast to West Coast. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone farther north than California, though. I've okay. never been to Oregon, never been to Washington. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, Southern states, Georgia, mm-hmm. and then driving through like Arizona and New Mexico to get to California. Yeah. Vail. Colorado is probably my favorite place in the whole wide world. Wow. Cool. <laughs> because that's where we always go on the way. Uh, I've done lots of road trips from Minnesota to Colorado. And I feel like we always stop in Vail, Colorado, which is a ski resort Oh, <laughs> in Colorado. Cool. But it's just like a really stylized. You feel like you're in like a Disney resort. Oh. Because it's very Icelandic, Nordic themed. So all the buildings are like big wooden log like lots of cool design elements that just make you feel like you're in another world and Mm. you're surrounded by giant mountains and big pine trees and like you know yeah it's great I love it I love it I love Colorado (laughs) I want to go back but honestly yeah I haven't traveled much you've never been out of the US never been out out of the US not maybe to Canada or Mexico. Maybe I've crossed the border in Canada, but mm-hmm. I've never not like Vancouver or Montreal or Quebec no, or something. Okay. No, and I'm not like I don't recall ever like being like here's my passport as I cross the border. Sure. Like, no. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> so sad. We'll have to make that happen. Yeah. I mean, uh, being Paris being your top one, like well, you I need just, to come with. I want to be there. <laughs> you speak French. I need to be there. I, yeah, like I went to. I've been to Paris. Well, I lived in in Dijon, France, uh, which is where Dijon mustard comes from. <laughs> if you're not familiar, it's a very small castle town, um, in kind of like the southeast, kind of by Switzerland ish area of France, and it's like. A very quick train ride to Paris from Dijon. So, like, on the weekend, I would go to Paris with some of my classmates or whatever, and we would, like, bum around in Paris for uh, a day, or we would stay the night in a hostel or something, and then get on the train and come back to Dijon. So, like, uh, we would see, like, a, a bit by bit. we go to a museum, we go to a cafe, we would go see some of those, like, big monuments, Eiffel Tower, whatever, and then we'd go back to school to, like, do class, because I did a study abroad exchange in France. And, to like, to me, I had always wanted to see Paris myself, and I heard so many people say, like, Paris is such a hype, like, whatever, it, there, it's a city, like, there's gonna be 
whatever, dirty people and tourists and all this stuff, like, whatever. But if you still believe in the magic that just is Paris mm-hmm. and you show up and you kind of, like, do it right in a way that's, like, you go to a cool museum, you mm. go see the Eiffel Tower, you go see, like, Musée d'Orsay, like, you go see some of these places, it's just, like, solidifies, okay, I'm in Paris, like, this is pretty dope, like, I'm super thankful to be able and, and grateful to be able to be here but also there's like a man screaming down the street like you know there's it's a city still like there's still yeah. things going on so it, it it's just like you have to do it i i told myself that if i was going to make it to france cuz i studied french for 6 years in school and then i worked so hard to be able to do that study abroad experience and i told myself that if i was going to make it and go to france i promised myself that my last night would be in a hotel in Paris, my last night in France would be mm. in a hotel in in Paris with an Eiffel Tower view, and that's what I had when I mm. went to France. So that's the, pretty awesome. It was pretty yeah. dope. Like, well, and yeah. it's like, why would anyone want to go to New York or LA? It's like you hear about these places, yeah. and there's such a yeah, just this like beauty and magic behind yeah. it. Even though you go there and you're kind of like, oh, the beauty is sort of worn off by like. <laughs> you know, dirtiness or just lots of people, yeah. tourism, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, there's just so much magic and history behind it. Exactly. Yeah. So, like... You can't not go. <laughs> you can't, like, if you get the opportunity in your life to be able to go, go. And people do, like, what you're saying about how people say traveling is so unattainable, that it's so expensive and impossible mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, you know, I never thought that I had lived in Europe, but I did, and I would do it again. Once you do it once, you're like, okay, I can do this again. Like, once you make some of those mm-hmm. trips that are to different countries and stuff, you're like, okay, I know what it takes. I know how to be smart when I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. As a woman, I know how to be smart when I'm traveling, what things I need to look out for. And then, like, let's do it. I know I know what to expect. Um, I know how to be smart about it and try and like dodge bullets if there's like weird things that happen or if you forget to tell your bank that you're traveling and they cut off all your money and you're like, shoot, yeah. well, now I'm poor. It's like, you know, stuff like that that you don't know until you're in those positions. But You'll have is... to tell me all about that. Like, <laughs> So before you go, call your credit card companies, call your bank, mm-hmm. tell yeah. them that you're traveling. Yeah. And... But you can still use, like, Visa, MasterCard, yes. everything in depending, these places? Yeah, depending on, like, what you, what country you're going to. Um, I always encourage someone to have a credit card um, that's, like, a, a backup for emergencies or something that you're using to book your flights and book your hostels right. and hotels and stuff because you can gain points. So, like, when I was in Europe, I used a credit card to book all of my flights, mm-hmm. and I ended up getting a free flight from Barcelona back to Dijon when I went to Spain because I had accrued enough flights and train tickets and stuff throughout the process. So, right. I was like, cool, free flight. Let's. I was in row one. Like, it was, like, right at the beginning. Oh, nice. Really yeah. nice spot. Mm-hmm. Like, easy stuff. Like, bring my souvenirs back to France and show off to all my classmates and then back to work, you know. So it was, uh, that's one of the things that I definitely recommend people to do, but also is to get currency. Like, you need some cash, whether it's, um, like, don't get American dollars. Don't show up, uh, you know, on foreign soil or on another country's airport with uh, American dollars. Do you get currency before you go to that country or do you get it when you're there? Some people do get it before. Other Mm -hmm. people get it when you're there. 
I, it depends on probably where you live, if you can, ex, like, if you have accessibility, because usually you have to, like, go to an airport to get that currency. Have you experienced getting currency? What, wait, yeah. we should talk about your travel. Where, right. I mean, I went to Tulum, and there was a lot of exchange places there. I mean, okay. it was a very touristy spot, so there was, it was pretty easy to get That's cash there. Be... It's kind of like a kiosk. Yeah. Or it was like a little mini bank that you yeah. go into and exchange your dollars <laughs> and you have to have cash or can you use like a debit card or you can use credit a debit card, card. Yeah. Oh, and a credit card yeah you can use like a debit card and say how much it like it, you'll say i want this many euros or i want this many pounds or whatever it is um and it's probably good to know says that, what the currency is. Yeah. Know, the rate, know the rate before yeah, you go. My God. Then you're going to be like, oh, I showed him to the UK and I was so ready to go. And I paid for this ticket that was 50 bucks. And you're like, oh, wait, no, that's 50 pounds, which is actually 70 bucks or oh 80 gosh, bucks. Yeah. Like, that's more, you know. You remember that, that currency thing. And what do you do with leftover currency? Do you just have it, like, here at home? Like, do you have, like, little, like, jars with different I, I have, I do have some bills from, like, Switzerland and the UK, and I went to Belize once, so I have some currency from Belize and, mm. and Euros and stuff like that, but I didn't keep a lot. Like, the goal, it's kind of like a game. Like, you kind of want to spend sure, what you yeah. have because... I mean, in LA, it'd be easier to go and exchange it for cash, but if you want it as a souvenir, that's, you know how much a souvenir costs, like however many <laughs> euro or whatever, but uh, it's probably better to not come back to your homeland with a ton of foreign currency. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. spend it. Do you have a new currency, Elena? <laughs> Other currency? Probably somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> so you said you've been to Tulum? Mm-hmm. That was my most recent out of the country trip for my birthday last okay, year. I'm sorry if I sound dumb, but where is Tulum? It's in Mexico. Yeah. It's like I've heard of it from a song. It's in Mexico. It's in a song, right? It's, it's near Cancun. It's like an hour or two driving distance from there. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's in, in Mexico. Mexico. Here, let me show you a map. What were you doing in Tulum? Uh, me and Jenny went for my birthday last what? year. What? So epic. Yeah, it was uh, pretty high on our travel list, so. So did you stay at, like, a resort or something? No, we stayed in a little hostel. It was really cute. They did, like, really fun group activities with everyone in the hostel. Huh. Um, they had, like, bikes for everyone, so one of the mornings we all biked to this cenote there and went swimming. Um, I don't remember the other activities. We didn't really do a lot with them, but so it cool. was super gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. I mean, that whole area, now that we're looking at a map, <laughs> yeah. um, I've heard it's, like, pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. My sister's been to, like, El Sa- Salvador, mm-hmm. that little like, Guatemala, is, like, oh Belize. my gosh, I've been Belize. there. Mm-hmm. I've been here, yeah. I really yeah. want to go to Costa Rica. That's really high on my list. Me too. Oh, my wait, siblings have been to Costa Rica, and that is, like, high. Greece, oh, yeah, Ireland, Greece. Costa Rica. Yeah, take a little trip there. up to Cuba. Yeah. The Bahamas. Miami. Jamaica. That's the thing about traveling. Like, it's so addicting. I can see you how people out. can just, like, go to one place and then get a quick little ticket or, a, a, you know, whatever, and mm-hmm. travel for, like, three months easily from in, like, a, a one certain area. Like, you go to one area and you just travel There's just so much to thing. explore, yeah. yeah. Yep. So you haven't been outside the country any other times, Yelena? I mean, when I was little, I went to Russia. 
Well, y'all. I mean, you were born there. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I went back to Russia oh. when I was like three with my mom. Um, and I happened to Mexico another time. I forget where. It was like on a cruise. We were there for like an hour <laughs> off oh. the cruise in Mexico. But um, I think that might be it for out of the country for me. You've never been in anywhere in Europe? Mm-mm. Oh. Is Ru- Russia's not considered Europe, is it? I don't do I sound dumb? I'm sorry. I don't know. If <laughs> I I'm feel like I should know, but I don't know. Because no, it, it, it's like, yeah, there's half of it that's in Europe and half of it is in Asia. Yeah. So Europe or Asia. Honestly, I'm not. It's just part of both. Part Europe of both, and so, Asia. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're, you're, you're right and you're wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I had to study the map for so long. Like, oh my gosh. In my like French classes and stuff, oh, we had to like study. Iceland. That's really high on my Iceland. list. Yeah. That might be number two on my list. Okay. What is it? Okay, let's, yeah. I yeah. said my top three. I said what? Paris, New Zealand, and... What did I say? I know, like you said. Yeah, I thought I did. Didn't you? Paris, New Zealand. I was like, oh, I don't know. Oh, Japan. Japan. Oh, oh duh. Okay, yeah. yeah, Japan. Yeah. Hi. Tell we were it. listening. <laughs> don't worry. We listen to each other. We do. We're active listeners. We're active listeners. <laughs> but so, heavy nodding. So top three. Go. Whoever can think of them first. New Zealand, uh, Iceland, Thailand. Which is, Thailand is actually like my next on the list that I'm saving up for it to go. Okay. As soon as COVID chills out a little is, bit. Is it cheaper than those other places? Um, New Zealand, I know, is stupid expensive. I think oh. Iceland prices have gone up a lot. The flights used to be so cheap, but now they're not. Yeah. Is Thailand um, open for travel? I don't know. But I know that like the flight is the most expensive thing, and then everything there is just super cheap. Gotcha. Which is very standard, I feel like, to some countries where the American dollar is worth more mm-hmm. than the whatever native um, currency, because it's like you pay for the flight in American dollars, but once you're there, everything is like much cheaper mm-hmm. to the people who yeah, speak that's, dollar or whatever. That's why it's like next on my list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. The, it's so hard for me, like after having traveled in Europe and seen Belize and stuff, I'm just like, I want to go everywhere, you know? But I think my, my tops are Japan because of the awesome stories my mom has told me about being there. I want to go to Thailand. I really want to see Greece. Mm-hmm. Bad. Um, I do want to go back to Italy and see the north of Italy. I want to see Ireland because my fan, like my ancestors are from Ireland. And then I really want to go to Australia because I have friends from Australia and the way they've talked about Australia. I'm just like, I got to see this place. Yeah. So yeah, those are probably some of my, my top spots. No, for sure. Yeah. Ireland would be really fun to go. I mean, mm-hmm. I want to join you both for all of your travels. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're we talking I, about doing a we big We're talking old... about doing a trip next spring if it if it works yeah. yeah but that was like a jumping back and forth kind of a trip like it was like what if we just did everything we want in one trip when <laughs> that may not be the most <laughs> practical well, wasn't it like you wanted to take a couple months off to travel and then like so we would start with like thailand which is where i want to go and then i would go back home and then you would continue on to paris with samara right so it'd be like a like we all start together and then like I break off, you guys go to Paris and Smart comes home or something, and then yeah. you continue on or In something France, like that. And then I wanted to go to Ireland with another friend for Saint Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. and then come home from Ireland. 
So yeah. Thailand, France, Ireland, basically. Would that be the How cheaper fun would that to be? just stay out? <laughs> you know? It, it, the, that's the thing. It's like, it kind of is cheaper because the, the big expense when you are traveling is usually your flight to get there. Because you're crossing, like, the ocean. Mm-hmm. You're crossing like, one of the bigger oceans, yeah. you know, and you're landing somewhere way far away. Like, it's a 13 times How did the people 15, on the Mayflower like, do it? Like, I, I don't, don't know. know. Like, the Queen Mary, like, how did Bring you even boats. do that? Like, what the hell? <laughs> Bring back Just boats. hop on a boat, spend a, month a full boat year oh my gosh. in another land. Yeah. Uh, on the water. That'd be terrifying. I don't know how pirates do it. Honestly. How long of a boat trip would that be? I have no idea. I would guess like a month. I don't know. Really? That's just my. I guess it depends on whether you're guess. on a pirate ship versus <laughs> a steamboat. Yeah, an actual like. Yeah, I. They're so looking like, it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm looking it up. If you're typing, I'm literally looking it up. Um, but yeah, I like to me your biggest costs. Um, for a trip is that flight and your lodging and then any sort of like touristy ticketing that you do like, like going going to Dude, see all these museums for and freighter cruise going to all what one or two, two weeks. weeks freighter cruises oh so if to you're on get a cruise to europe to get to europe from america a cruise to europe interesting that'd be interesting mm-hmm. but yeah so like the biggest expenses you know what i mean like it, the flight really expensive sometimes your lodging can be expensive and then any sort of like touristy tickets events things you go to while you're there Mm -hmm. food and and logistics and stuff like that can sometimes be expensive but you can change that based on who you are people always talk about like big family trips and group trips where they spent all this money but they're feeding their children and they're making sure everyone's entertained all the time if you're just going to hang out like it's it can be a little bit cheaper so well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling pretty root-bound by staying at home mm-hmm. and not being able to spread my roots yes. and go to other countries and experience new things. COVID, please. COVID, let us So that's one of the things, hopefully, within the new year, we can up pot and really trying to so many puns <laughs> we're, we're tying it all together this is a I full circle it. episode or, yeah. I, I, we didn't do so bad in the first episode either no, like tying things in yeah. Yeah. yeah again like this no, is I a agree. honest plant cocktail hour mm-hmm. it's not a plant cocktail like well, we're not having yeah. plant based cocktails that was one of the things we wanted to specify it's a cocktail that's hour that's about plants in yeah. honest things mm-hmm. like travel mm-hmm. imagine if you went to in a restaurant <laughs> and there were plants everywhere and you could order a cocktail and just talk about plants the whole time this is what that's what is. this podcast yeah, is, is. <laughs> so i hope you enjoyed your drink if you were drinking with us <laughs> <laughs> or your water the other thing about um, mimosa is that you can make it non-alcoholic and you can just put in some sparkling water right. with some juice yeah. and it's fun and refreshing and whatever live your life so other thing to note Anyways. yeah you don't have to be an alcoholic <laughs> no. to, to take listen to our, our podcast. podcast no we don't want that just if you want a cocktail have a cocktail I don't know. drink responsibly virgin anyways yeah i think virgin cocktails are very underrated i mean like yeah. having a virgin margarita tastes almost exactly the same and it's amazing <laughs> like when i was a little kid we would go to like the typical like Tex-Mex place down the road and we're like, I want a large margarita 
virgin. And it's just this like fruity smoothie, like mango smoothie. Yeah, and you're just like, mm-hmm, look, it's a margarita. But it's literally just smoothie. Like, yeah. It tastes the same. It's One of the things we talk about, like bartenders, it's like you, the presentation of the drink is so important. Mm-hmm. People like you wouldn't, you would feel different about that virgin margarita if it wasn't in the cool glassware. Like the yeah. glassware yeah. makes it cool, and if it had the color and the consistency well, yeah. and the garnish. And, and all I'm that stuff. gonna get roasted because people are gonna be like, um, if it's high quality alcohol, you're gonna, gonna tell know. the difference. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, but you're wrong. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry. I'm one of those people who was like, all Skittles taste the same. All Starburst taste the same. <laughs> all Sour Patch Kids taste the same. It's just sugar. Right. So a cocktail is just a sugar drink that makes me feel a little loopy. <laughs> so <I'm> tired. <sighs> the only time I really can taste alcohol is if like, yeah, it's, it's a very alcoholic drink. Yeah. Which then, in my opinion, it's, it's not made good. very well. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yep. So or beer or wine. Anyway, well, yeah, then like, it's obviously yeah, obviously yeah yeah. It tastes like beer or wine. Yeah. Yeah. So write us, message us on Instagram. Tell us what sorts of things you want us to talk about. Uh, don't be root bound because that's not the type of life we all want to live. Spread your roots, grow, be people who Tell are Tell us improving. where you want to try. We should do, um, like Instagram questionnaires. Q&A's. And, Q&A and like ask people where they want to travel. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's a good idea. Let's like, do it. We'll do it. Ideas. <laughs> um, Noted. Can we want more interaction? Yeah. Second episode in, we already want... Yeah. More friends. Because <laughs> we just talk about plants all, all the time. <laughs> yeah. All we do is talk about plants. Um, but no, this is great. Yeah. Traveling. Exotic plants. Cheers. If you love podcasts and believe they'll save the world just like we do, please subscribe and give us a review wherever you get your pods. You can find us on Instagram at The Rootbound Podcast and subscribe to our Patreon to get exclusive content like the video recordings of our episodes, which we call Plant POV. You can also write us on socials or at therootboundpodcast at gmail.com to ask us questions or to give us plant advice. Yeah, and at the end of the day, we're just plant enthusiasts and we're learning just like y'all, so tips and tricks are always welcome. Don't forget to check out our website, therootboundpodcast.com which has our episode show notes. In the show notes, we include topics discussed in the episode like the featured plant, tips and tricks, and links to our favorite resources. We also list the recipe for each episode's cocktail that Emma creates. That way you can drink along with us. Drink responsibly, of course. (laughs) You can also find us individually. I'm at Emma R. Lead on social platforms. Where can we find you, Samara? You can find me on Instagram at Samara underscore Elke 9. And Yelena? You can find me on all socials at Yelena Ivy. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Cheers.